0: Look at here, look at here, we are back. Sandman, we're back with the Hector the Guy. How's it going?
1: Doing all right, man. I, I'm feeling that little intro you just did there.
0: Is that brand new? Who's that? That's brand new, man. Hey, it's hey, something that I just came up with. I'm like, look at you. You know, I'm always saying, look at here, look at here. So, you know, hey, look at here, look at here, we're back. Were you trying to channel somebody specific or that's just you right now? That's just me, man. I've always, You know what? I've always said that, believe it or not, since I was a little kid. I think when I went to become a wrestler, it, it was like my catchphrase. How was your week, man? My week was good. You see, I wasn't expecting that. Usually, I'm the one that's asking, how was your week? I got to throw you off every now and then. You you, you can't (laughs) throw me off like that. No, my my week was awesome, man. Um, You know, just living life. We're starting to get out a little bit more since, you know, um, they're starting to loosen the restrictions here in Los Angeles. Yes, sir. Red tier. So, yeah, whatever that means. But, yeah. So, um, now doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. I, I, I think I just need to disconnect from the world a bit. Um, but we did that this weekend, and um, it, it was pretty cool,
1: man. It took, took a drive down to Ocean Side. Okay, see, why you trying to disconnect? I'm trying to reconnect, at least in several, in like some safe space, at least. I mean, all we really, really did was, and I might, and I know I doubled up on that. Really, is because I'm just trying to get out there as much as I can. I think we went out and had a little brunch, you know, with the family. Sat around. You know what I think, man? I think restaurants should continue to keep people spaced apart i kind of like that new look i know it's I, not but, e- economically good for them but i kind of like that new look
0: I, you know what i totally agree and i totally agree because uh, I, I told you we took a drive down to oceanside and uh, you know that there, there's this real good soul food place we eat out there that you know we actually drive all the way to oceanside to go eat some soul food and uh they were socially distanced. We ate outside in the patio. There was nobody around us within 20 feet, I think. And it was real. It was real nice, real nice to be uh, isolated, but yet around people, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I got you. I can do without the little fake bubble screens that they got going around. We, those can go away at some point, but I like that little space distance. I don't have to hear what uncle Rob did last week. And, what fungus came out of his toenails. I don't want to hear anyone else's conversation. It's got to keep this within that six group.
0: (laughs) Where the fuck you be going eating, man? I'm 40 years old. I have never heard a conversation like that at the dinner table at a restaurant.
1: Oh, you probably haven't, like, jumped into IHOP or something at some point. Uh, You know what? One thing I haven't done in a long time,
0: and I don't know why, but I'd rather go eat at, like, mom and pop's diners and stuff like that right. to go to ihop I or fucking denny's or carols or coco's or whatever you know i i definitely do mom and pops better
1: yeah i don't mean that that conversation is only relegated I, to ihop you can find that i've conversation never heard him. everywhere i never heard them it ain't got to be specifically that but I i'm think, sure you i'm sure you've sat at a restaurant one time i think twice and heard a couple of things you're like what the i think <laughs> you're the one that's talking about fungus on your toes man
0: nope no sir I ain't got nothing problem with that. No, but I've ha- I have heard some interesting conversations at restaurant. They'd be like, ooh, he in trouble. Oh. There'd be some interesting conversations where you can you know when the guy just fucks up. But you know, when the girl the gives him that look and, oh, and yeah. they start arguing, you're like, Oh shit, dude, don't say that. Just keep your mouth shut. You know, like if you want to give him advice right there on the spot. Yeah, man. No. That's happened to me quite a bit. But no. I don't, I don't, I stay out of it. None of my business. You know, I grew up in South Central, dude. Ain't none of my
1: business. Yeah, don't ruin everyone's dinner around it. I just keep that stuff to yourself. But you know, one conversation that I that actually still hot to this day that overheard people talking about in the restaurant still. What's that? Meghan Markle. Ooh, the Royals. <laughs> yes, the Royals. That's a con. The that's, a hot topic. that's a hot topic still. I, I guess out there. <laughs> I saw the whole interview, man.
0: And I'll tell you what, that was interesting to say the, the least did you believe what she was saying or are you like uh pierce whatever his name is pierce
1: uh, pierce yeah Morgan? yeah no yeah whatever his name is yeah yeah no of course not believe it why would i not believe what she says i mean can and you I'm imagine that oh no, no i'm not what? jumping <laughs> yeah I, I i i could definitely
0: see that happening i could definitely see that happening because i see it i mean i'm i'm by no means am I in a royal family or, or are we royals or anything, but I see it within families, you know, that I know where they don't like the girl and they just give her a fucking hard time. So I could imagine if you're a, a princess or a prince and they don't like you, they're going to give you a fucking hard time too. Hey, that's if, kinda... it ha- if it happens in, 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 you know, in regular households, in regular families, why wouldn't it happen in the royal family,
1: right? Hey, man, we all humans. Ain't nobody like... Um... Immune from trials and tribulations. You go through that stuff. Every family's got his issues. Every family's but you, got issues. Do you know what I think it is, though, man? I think, I think what it is is that
0: she's different, right? She's mixed. She's coming in. She's mixed. So, you know, consider her black, basically. And she's coming into this white family, and they're not used to that. They're not used to somebody different coming in. And I think that that's where the issues start. Not I think necessarily that, because she's Meghan Merkel, but because she's different.
1: Well, it's not necessarily because she's Meghan Markle. It's because she's just one, an American who speaks her thoughts. I mean, if anything, I think the but world isn't, is that way. Be, be isn't, isn't,
0: Kate, isn't Kate Middleton American? No, she's not. She's, she's British. not? It uh, shows, shows you
1: how much I know about my British history. That's all right. Let me take you through that. But I'm going to take you that through that to the lenses of my favorite ways, television and documentaries, man, because I've seen enough of those things. I'm not like avid royal person type of thing, but I've seen enough over the course of two years and not to mention this whole 2020 year. Have you seen a show called The Crown, by the way? I have not. OK, it's on Netflix. It's nothing like critically acclaimed nothing like that but if you had nothing to do and you had the whole 2020 the time to figure out what to do and what to watch they give you an insight as to what royal life is like and you can clearly tell that everything she's talking about there is definitely a good good hint of truth to it i'm talking about at least 99 percent of that <laughs> really Yes. Yes, sir. You can you can kind of like figure out from from watching that show, from seeing some documentary and just some and seeing some of the same things that happened to uh, Diana and just add race to it. And there you go. You got a new modern problem.
0: So so let me ask you a question. What do you think was the most surprising statement that they made or, or the most surprising
1: I'll tell situation? You what. I'll tell you what, it's not so much that um, I'm surprised by it, because I'm definitely not surprised by it, especially if you follow them, if you've actually known a little bit about that, you would probably not be completely taken aback by that. But I think one of the most surprising things that they said that people are probably really kind of like taken aback on is the whole thing about the baby, about the whole fact How- about what 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 skin tone was the baby going to be and, and, and whatnot how fucked up is that man (laughs) it's beyond fucked up nowadays people are still doing it you know the funny thing it's done in every race it's not just black and white it's even done in the black community man dare I say and I'm a black man myself and believe me it's done it's it's not something that's pervasive I should say to just the white culture it's just any culture it's just fascination about lightness that people got in their mind that's been so ingrained over the centuries they just can't seem to get out of that they don't understand the racist uh fabric that it stems from that they just keep at it they can't seem to get rid of it (laughs) well you see it everywhere like you see i mean you even see it in spanish
0: television right um Mm -hmm. spanish-speaking television where the whiter the better basically right the the good guy is always the white guy and the bad guy is always the you know, the black guy Mm -hmm. or the white girl versus the darker skinned girl, right? The darker skinned girl, for some reasons, always the bad person. Um, And it seems like a stigma that, I mean, we just can't shake off.
1: You can't. And then it's, it's sometimes it's a product of your own misconceptions and your subconsciousness because as you grow up with that stuff you you see it on tv you see it around you and you and you hear it and when you hear it from members of your own community to you it's like oh well, i guess it seems okay but it's 100 percent wrong but people still do it nowadays i mean i'm i'm in a mixed family so you know my, myself i'm the only one in my family that can speak to the true struggles of being uh, just a black man in America overall, but overall, as part of a, a larger, uh, you know, community of folks of color, we can speak to a lot of that. We can speak to a lot of it. Cause obviously I'm in a mixed relationship. My family, my, my, my parents, even great grandparents, we have different races within our group. So we've had to deal with this for, at least two, three generations. But so, it's so,
0: something. So so let me ask you something. When you, you know, I, I know your wife's uh, Hispanic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you decided to marry her and you told your family, was that a topic of conversation or did it never come up?
1: It never came up. And I'll tell you what, like I said, I'm already I I come from a family where we've we have several different races within our own ranks. I have family members that's married to the white Caucasian, to Asian, to all different types of races. To us, it's just like, okay, another one of us is just creating this multicultural family clan so to them it was like oh okay is she a nice person that's the only thing it, they were ever asked is she a good person that's damn, it damn
0: man you, your family's open to the united nations or what that's exactly what it is i consider it that because that's all i ever saw growing up you know what um by no means am i racist or anything and i've never ever um, you know, like with my nieces, even my daughter, I don't say, oh, you can't marry so-and-so. You're going to marry whoever you love, man, whether that's, uh, whether you're gay, whether that's black person, an Asian or whatever, you're going to marry whoever you love. But I've known families that actually, um, put that butt into their kids, man, that they say, you know what, you're not gonna marry a black person or you're not gonna marry a white person or you're not gonna marry another girl or another guy or whatever. And I I just I guess cause I grew up in such a liberal way that mm-hmm. I, I just never understood that concept on a how can you tell somebody
1: who they're supposed to love and who they're not supposed to love. Exactly. It's not so much of a li- liberal way. It's it, it's the human way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right? Human Humanity. <laughs> yeah, that's all it, it really is. But what do who you would think have thought was...
0: I would have been a human humanitarian, right?
1: I mean, you've gone through quite a list of things throughout these shows, right?
0: Yeah, I feel like we're that's growing true. here.
1: <laughs> we are, we're maturing, man. We're maturing. We've become more mature. So let me ask you this question then. So what, what do you think that comes from? Do you think that comes from their own prejudice or do you think that comes from a mentality that's been spoken out in media and history over time? Do you think people just, do you, would you say, okay, the reason why they saying, but not, not this race, but not that race. You think it's out of their own thoughts and having processed it or out of their own experiences or do you think it stems from past? Um, they say
0: racism is you're not born a racist. You're taught to be a racist. Correct. That's what they say, right? And I, I believe that. that. Yeah. I, and I agree with that. And I think that racism stems, whether it's Hispanics not liking blacks or blacks not liking Hispanics or white people racist towards, you know, black people or Mexicans mm-hmm. or whatnot. I think it stems from we don't want to be lesser than yeah, nobody I wants that's to do what, I, I I think that's what racism basically boils down to, fear-based. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm already doing bad, so I don't want you to do. You know, if you marry or if we accept this kind of person, that's gonna make us equal to them, and they're lower than us. Yeah. And I think that that's where it stems from. It, it stems from being afraid to be lower than another class. Instead of sticking together and, and, and fighting together, we kind of attack each other. And I think that that's where it stems from. Just being, just being a scared, you know just being scared and being afraid and not understanding what it's really all about at the end of the day.
1: But you know the hardest racism to fight, man? is the racism within our own family because nobody oh, yeah, cause wants you to call choose. that person out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You got to choose. You got to choose. It's, it's, it's basically, um, and, and trust me, I've been in situations where I've been, I, I've literally had to get up and walk out because I've been in situations where they start talking racist shit. And if anybody that knows me, I don't tolerate that shit. And before I disrespect anybody or start a fa- family argument, I got to get up and walk out. Yeah. It could be and, the smallest thing. cool down. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it could be the smallest thing, such as, uh, I'll give you a good example. I'm not going to say no names or anything, but I was around, you know, we're having drinks outside one day in a patio. And a couple of family members had their friends there, and they started saying some racist shit that a certain, you know, certain kind of person was lesser than. And that shit pissed me the fuck off, dude. I just got up, told my wife, hey, you know what, it's time for us to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't say nothing out of respect for the household it was in my household right right but i made sure that later on i made it known where i stand exactly i get and you. what i believe in and when i start backing away from you it that's the reason because i'm gonna cut ties I, i'm i'm not gonna i'm not gonna keep somebody involved in my life that has that hate in them
1: i understand i, I, I just can't i just can't that stuff's hard to do i could tell you what it's probably easy to walk away from a stranger when they from when they You know, spitting a lot of that hate and spitting a lot of that crap. But when it's your own family, you you get a little torn because you already know what your values are. But then you're looking at it like, wait, aren't we related? Why are you thinking that way? Right.
0: Let me ask you a question. Since Since you do come from that interracial, did you ever have you experienced that? Not necessarily from your own family, but from the outside world when they see you and your wife walking together. I mean, you're a black man. You know, She's more a so Hispanic girl. I mean, do you guys get that, especially when you go like to Alameda swap meet or some shit? Do you guys get that, <laughs>
1: those, those, those looks? Uh, I do like me, my swap meet, but I'll tell you what, though. Uh, it's not so much me experiencing it. It's the fact that growing up as a black man, I've I just pretty much uh, learned to just disregard it unless it blatantly comes up to my face. I figure if you feel froggy enough to jump, then come to me and bring it in my face. Then we'll do it deal with it face to face but I can just tell you like tiniest little experiences like microaggressions that we might have got experienced ourselves and she and she points it out more than I do we'll we'll go out on the streets we'll go out and about and then she says why are people always looking why are people always looking and this was like early on in our relationship will always be why are people always looking I'm like hey they're seeing a fine-ass couple what do you think <laughs> and that's all I would ever say because I always just sort of dismiss it in that sense because I mean it it bothers me none I mean Maybe some of them were looking. They were like, oh, that's a cool-looking couple. Or maybe they were like, oh, man, another one at the end again. You know? So so, to me, so, I think so, she so, noticed so, it more than anything. So so let me ask you this question. Do you think that's part of the problem, that we dismiss it? I think, you know, that's it. That's what I mean. Like um, Fighting it within our own ranks is the toughest one. Even though talking about it can become somewhat of an opening eye to everyone, but I don't think that stuff goes away unless we willing to work with it our own, our own family. Now, there's different levels of racism. There's the oppression and then there's the microaggressions and stuff. But I think there's little tiny tropes that we have to be willing to part with, like shit that we say. That nowadays, it's just when you understand it, it is just totally out of bounds. Shit that you just wouldn't say. You got to watch yourself. You got to be willing to call it out on yourself. Little tiny prejudices, little tiny microaggression. That stuff comes from within. And that's the hardest shit to, uh, to to kind of take away from when you're dealing with it within your own family groups. I'm not saying immediate family, but we're talking cousins, you know, all of those folks that you don't in-laws see on a daily and basis. Stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, no. I, uh-huh. I, I
0: totally agree. My cousins, you know, cousins and in-laws and family friends and and so forth. And you know what? And, and part of the problem is that they don't understand. Like a lot of people in the Hispanic culture don't understand the Black Lives Matter movement, right? Mm-hmm. And I could tell you from experience, because I had to explain to a few where they think, oh, Black Lives Matter. What? Yeah. You know, they killed George Floyd or Breonna Taylor whatever. Right. Right. And what I got to get them to understand is because I I grew up and and, and I'm not throwing this out there because, you know, I know I throw it out every five minutes. But I did grow up in South Central L.A. I grew up with a lot of black friends in in the black neighborhood. And what and I, I am try in to a heart of South them, Central
1: now called Central you,
0: City. What's up? Oh, Central City. Good <laughs> That's Lord, right. this guy. Hey, man. Oh, by the way, to by, make the the rules. way <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, I'll get back to this. But um, I, well, I'll, I'll talk about it in a minute. So let me get my point across. So and what I try to explain to people about the Black Lives Matter movement is not necessarily because they're killing black people. It's it's the oppression side of it. yes. Right. It's the oppression. The years and years. I I felt it myself, but not knowing not knowing what oppression was because my mom didn't know what oppression was. Right. My dad did grow up in Los Angeles in in, in the 50s and 60s. So he he understands it a little bit better than my mom did. But we didn't quite understand what oppression was. And it's it's the oppression is that we don't have the equal rights. You know right. what I mean? Even, exactly. even though it's on paper that we do, we don't have the same opportunities. We don't have the same opportunities that somebody that grew up in, in Beverly Hills or in West L.A., just West L.A., as a matter of fact. When they're installing, you know, I went to Manga Large High School in, in South Central L.A. across the street from the Coliseum. Um, they're installing metal detectors in my school. They're sending kids to college. And they're, they're, they're worried about sending kids to college at University High in West L.A., where in, in manga High School, they're worried about putting metal detectors in. And your future is already basically written. man. Exactly. When, when you're going to school and they're already telling you you're either going to end up in jail or dead, you know, that that's a mentality you grew up with. And, and after a while, honestly, you start believing it. You do. And and that's the oppression. That's the oppression of the Black Lives Matter movement, right? How do you dream? treating. you're not treating us the same. You're not.
1: You're not. And you know what? To your point, how do you dream if you're constantly being oppressed? How do you dream? How do you go beyond that if the first and foremost thing that you have to do is deal with the oppression before you can even have an opportunity to then be the best that you can be that that's a lot you know the funny thing is though like you and i are both watching this documentary right now on uh i guess you can call it a mini series or documentary on on netflix uh men the u.s yep. so it's a documentary yeah exactly i mean i think a lot of that stuff uh, we can learn a lot i mean for a lot of people who are looking to understand uh the black life matter the the different uh aspects of racism and oppression in the united states especially right now with what's going on with the asian community i think if they watch that they can get an idea of exactly maybe not from a big level but a small level i think any any little time you can put into learning about things and learning about what's happened before you can make judgment on what's going on now might work because i'm telling you that whole documentary and i think that's the thing like we should actually even do a show on because it's it's well worth it but i'm only saying it because i want to talk a little bit about the uh the asian community nowadays because what w- what the fuck is going on in america right now with this <laughs> bro the thing is
0: this man it's not just a black thing anymore it's not just an immigrant mexican uh hispanic immigrant thing anymore now it's uh asian situation that's going on right there this guy came out and killed what eight yeah a total of
1: eight and six of them were eight
0: eight he killed eight people six asian women Mm -hmm. right um and yet we're still afraid to call him a
1: terrorist still afraid to call him a terrorist still afraid to call it a hate crime still afraid to label it exactly what it is because of what trying to be Politically correct, or what? What is it? What? What exactly are we trying to sh- to shield from this? I, I got to be called look out. Look
0: at the. I think you look at the person who did it. And that explains a lot.
1: Yeah, and and, and and that's what it is. That's the unfortunate of our own human race. Yes, our human races. We do some fucked up shit.
0: But you <laughs> know what I think the problem is. I. You know what I think the problem is, with the. With the human race, or whatever you want to call it, I think the problem is that every group, their cost is more important than the overall cost, and I think that we got to look at the overall cost, and that's all of us to unite mm-hmm. and fight. Uh, because you got the Black Lives Movement, you got the immigrant—you know, the the Hispanic Americans with the immigrations. You got the Asian Americans right now being attacked. You got the gay rights um, being being attacked by outside sources, right? the transgenders you got all these groups and at, th- at this point it seems like well my cost is bigger than yours no it i, th- I think it's got to be one great cause and we got to unite just to start making movement. you're right and you know because what i, I want... think i think if they keep separating us
1: i think that it's going to be harder to move forward you're right and, and women's right let's not forget about women's right all of that stuff converges in one i mean i want to add to what you're saying you're right about that because here's the thing I think a lot of people, when they teaching kids in school nowadays about the history of the United States, they keep they, they always talk about the founding fathers. They always talk about the founding fathers. They always talk about the 1700s and, and the war. that's fall fine and dandy because that was pretty much the genesis of building a country. But I think the real history of america really started taking place in the 1800s with the uh abolition of uh, slavery ending and then with the first emancipation proclamation all of that and then a little history about the the asian community when the first um japanese and chinese uh came to america by way of the west to come into san francisco to what to help during the, the 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 on the advent of what the industrial revolution building the railroads and even after putting their blood and sweat and tears into that, they were still not being given their right. Come on, we created Chinese exclusion laws, man. <laughs> Can you believe that? We did. And did yeah. you
0: know here in Los Angeles, 19 Chinese people were killed? You know why? In eighteen seventy-one massacred you know why 19 people were massacred here
1: tell them man tell them
0: just because they were chinese that that, that's the only fucking reason because they were chinese and because somebody wrote a fucking article saying that chinese people were coming in and stealing white people's job yeah exactly So they were massacred so they were gathered in massacre, I know nineteen doesn't seem too, you know, like a big number, but nineteen people out of one hundred ninety
1: Chinese people that were living in Los Angeles at the time. At the time, just think of the share of this. Just one is always too many, isn't that the the, the crazy circle? It's the whole immigration circle, isn't it? It's the fear base. Someone's always there to come and someone's going to come and take what you have. Why are we so goddamn territorial? <laughs> Cause we don't want to be the bottom of the barrel, brother. No, uh, bottom a- line,
0: man. But you know what? I I think that's a good idea. Maybe we could talk about that. You know, hey, you know, do you guys want to hear a whole show on us? Um, covering the what's it called? Amend America Unites.
1: Yep, Amend America. It's all about the Fourteenth Amendment. It's all about yeah. how you know it. It it it, it's, it speaks to today, and it speaks to the shit that happened during the eighteen hundreds. That. Placeless and the conditions that we heard today, because there were so many things that were converging within one aspect. It was the rights for women to vote. It was about slavery. It was about the uh, emancipation proclamation. It was about uh, Chinese exclusion laws. It was about LGBT rights. It was about the right to vote. It was about immigration law. All of that was happening within one with, with, within that one century. And then guess what? And everyone felt that theirs was more important than others and that's the reason why we are still at the same influx today because too many of us are looking at the issue as one singular issue as opposed to a whole goddamn american issue that is that is correct but you know what we got so into this that man we forgot to give out the shout outs today oh hey hey it, it, it coming out of the right town. Let's do a little break. Let's do a little what's going on. What's the shout-out hey, 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 we
0: got so deep into the conversation, man. We just forgot. Hey, shout-out to Angie in Los Angeles. Old friend, dude. She's she's a loyal listener. She's actually uh, hitting us up on the IG asking, when's the next episode going to drop?
1: Hey. Uh, when's the me.
0: next episode going to drop? When's the next episode going to drop? So I keep telling her, hey, it's a once a week right now. we got to get sponsors That's in order right. for us to do it daily.
1: Next episode always drops. It's every Sunday,
0: guys. It's every Sunday. And I, and I want to give a shout out to my girl up in uh, Fresno, Janet. She's been helping us out. Big, big contributor to the show, man. She's always giving her opinions, telling us what we can do and what we could do better. So thank you, Janet, up in uh, Fresno, California.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Angie. And thank you, Janet. Both had avid listeners. Just, let's keep you guys. Bring some of your friends along.
0: Hey, so, you know, it, it was uh, Nate Dogg's uh, anniversary was uh, this week, man. Was it? it? It was Nate Dogg, man. So what was your favorite Nate Dogg song?
1: <laughs> we, asked,
0: we asked the listeners, but what was your favorite Nate
1: I Dogg did song? see that. I did actually see that on the IG. And I'll tell you what, my favorite Nate Dogg song was really more All of his features. I'm not a big Nate Dogg fan. I I, I do appreciate it. No, you're from the East
0: Coast. That's why. Exactly.
1: I know it's always that East Coast bias always creeping up, but it was always Nate Dogg and someone else. It was either someone else and Nate Dogg. So I could never really stand a full song of Nate Dogg, man. I couldn't stand a full (laughs) song of his, man. I I like to do, but I can't. The voice, I can only deal with it like in bits and pieces. (laughs) On on, on hooks and choruses. That's it, right? That's that's pretty much the whole
0: song. Not the whole song. The whole song sounds like a whole uh like a whole uh chorus. Exactly. So when he's rest sings in it.
1: peace, rest in peace, mate. Mal you
0: day. Hey, I can't. You know, you're just it. getting you a lot to... of haters. You just got got a lot of haters <laughs> hey, in the West Coast right now.
1: Sometimes you gotta tell the truth. Sometimes you gotta tell the truth.
0: All right, man. Hey, hey, you know what? I love Nate Dog. Nothing but love to Nate Dog. Rest in peace. Uh but the one song that our fans did not mention from Nate Dog, you know, we got regulator. Yeah, we got these days. We got I got love. You know, we got a lot of songs, but the one song there's always that one song at a party that gets you up out of your seat. In Spanish music, it's La Chona. I know you heard La Chona.
1: I have, but real quick, back hey, up before, hey, before hey, you hey, say hey. this. But hang what's on what's real up? quick. Regulators is, is is I mean, it's another it's collaboration, right? All right, okay. Yeah, but it's still Nate Dog, though, Go man. On. I
0: mean, it's still everybody <laughs> knows it's Nate Dog. In there. All right. But go on You, you, you can't you, There you go Haiti. Hey <laughs> If y'all want his address Hit me up I'll let, I'll let you know Exactly where he lives Yeah um, But Regulator But th- this probably Collaboration as well This one song man You know In Spanish music We got La Chona You know They pop that shit In any Hispanic party Every motherfucker's Getting up And getting to the dance floor Right All but me they, Well I mean <laughs> Shit you ain't Fucking Mexican dude Or Hispanic So shit <laughs> so, so you're the only guy sitting at, at, at the table at your. Oh, I'm dancing parties. though.
1: Hey, ain't nobody gonna out dance me on the floor. I'm getting out there. I don't care what. So that song like. gets
0: everybody up. There's one rap song that gets every motherfucker out of their seats into the dance floor when this jam drops and mm-hmm. they dogs in it. Yeah, this is DJ Easy Dick. You already know what song it is, man. It ain't no fun.
1: If the homie can't have that, dude,
0: that song
1: is I, jamming,
0: and nobody mentioned that song.
1: You know why? Nobody said, why. You know why? Because you guys are a prisoner of the moment out here in the West. That's why. What the fuck that means? <laughs> you know exactly what that means. That means you guys well, are you trying in to say. Set- you all putting way too much top billing on this damn song that it needs to be. It's a good song.
0: It ain't like... It ain't no fucking jam, dude. Uh, what the fuck you mean it's, it's a good song? It's a West Coast thing, yo. That's that all West right. Coast thing hey, again. Yo, you know what? we are going to go ahead. <laughs> and you call yourself... A, uh, 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 what did you call yourself? Adopted son of Los Angeles? Yes, sir. Bullshit. I am. I'm going to tell you what, man. I, I'm going to tell you what. Because I talked to you on Friday, right? Uh-huh. And I went down... Uh, Woody's Barbecue. Shout out to Woody's Barbecue on Crenshaw and Slauson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Went down to Woody's on uh, Friday. Uh, best barbecue. You see, if you're in L.A., you're either Woody's guy or Phillip's guy, right? Phillip's Barbecue or Woody's Barbecue. I'm a Woody's guy. So we went down to Woody's to get some barbecue. I'll tell you what. I'll and no, wait, 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 I'm about to wait, wait, wait you for some it. props. but OK, go wait, ahead. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> and I get I get in the car, you know, I pick up the food. You know, I leave my daughter and wife in the car locked, of course, because it's not a neighborhood. You want to leave them in a the car. Uh, and I get back in the car and I'm like, hey, can y'all believe Sandman ain't never ate Woody's or Phillips? My daughter goes like and he calls himself an Angelina. huh?"
1: <laughs> that it's the angelino hate huh? no, 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 no i'm getting my so now i'm getting a checklist of what makes me an angelino at this point yeah and if you ain't never have fucking woodies you can't claim the hood bro fine fine i'm gonna put that check mark this weekend then you ain't never have
0: hoodies you cannot i mean hoodies woodies you cannot claim you're from los angeles i'm All sorry right. you are not even adopted at this point so
1: you telling me i just haven't you're, a red to red head you're, you're an yet. orphan you mean I haven't gotten baptized? You're an orphan. Yeah, that's
0: basically what you're saying. You're I haven't gotten orphan. baptized. You need to
1: have Woody's, man. Right,
0: you yeah. need to have Woody's. You need to have some of the sliced beef, some of them ribs, some of them rib tips, the hot links. I mean, it's it, it, it's off the hook, man. Shout out to Woody's again.
1: I'll tell you what, listeners, if there's anything out there that's better than Woody's, go ahead. And I'll take Ain't you, nothing I'll, better than Woodies. I'll go one step further. If y'all think this list of things that I need to do to truly get that, that mantle of being called an Angelino at this point, let me know. Oh, I'm gonna send. You. I'm writing it down.
0: Yeah, I'm writing it down. I'm sending them to you. Don't let, no, don't you let got, Big be the only one famous. that's telling me
1: what how, how to get my stripes all all, all in one. So week. so hold on. When you want barbecue, where the fuck you go? I haven't been barbecuing out here because I believe you haven't had barbecue, barbecue at all. No, because I've had the true barbecue out in nashville my brother Ah, uh, dude here we okay. go okay okay uh yes. you haven't had woody's man you haven't oh, well, had, hey that i bet vinegary, you go tell barbecue sauce. go tell woody's if he can compete with nashville and then if he if you he, know
0: what i'm gonna take i'm gonna take you down there myself i'm gonna drop you off and you tell him
1: no problem i've been yeah, both uh-huh. to knoxville and nashville and i've had their barbecue brother i'm telling you and i and and i'm telling you it's the best that i've had so far so yes i will and i will this weekend make that trip out to your boy and see about that
0: all right i'm 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 gonna hold you up to that no no hey you're gonna give us a full fucking review next week i'll give
1: you a full review no problem okay i don't mess around with food
0: it sounds like a plan. If anybody's in L.A., you guys got to get Woody's. There's one on Florence and Western. There's one on Slauson and um, Slauson and Crenshaw. there's one in Inglewood as well. We're going to be out there this weekend if y'all want to go ahead and get, you know, some merchandise signed. Go go go, <laughs> go meet the Sandman. Which one are you going to? I, I, I recommend that you start off with the one on, on Florence, man. The one on Slosson's a little, I mean, I don't know, man. You got to be a thug to go down there.
1: I'm a, I'm gonna hit Florence. I'm gonna hit wherever the where, where's the good where's the good food at, man. Tell me where Oh, it is. they're both I'll good, man. They're
0: both good. They're both right. good, man. I'm gonna hit one of them up this, uh,
1: this coming weekend. There you go. I,
0: I'm not I'm not a big peach cobbler fan. They got peach cobbler. I'm not, I'm not their biggest fan, but everything else, man. The mac and cheese off the
1: hook. I'll tell you what. If this weekend I go and they hit the spot right, I'm on the spot. Give him the foodie award.
0: Alright, let's see. Let's see. Let's see if Woody could get uh, uh, Sandman's
1: uh, foodie award. Yeah. Exactly. The second Footy award. Alright. You yeah. know what?
0: They already got my vote.
1: Alright. Well, they got your vote. They need the other half. You know, this is a democracy. Let's make it happen. Let's see what's oh, up. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> nah, I'm like Hitler, dude. This is a dictator shit. Oh,
0: no. Nah, fuck it. I'm fucking. I'm fucking. I'm not comparing <laughs> myself to Hitler. Shit. Yeah. You might want to cut that out.
1: Hey, so you know what time it is? What time is it, man? It's time for 4040. Oh, that's the segment I've been waiting for. The new forty forty segment. The forty forty. It's time for the forty forty. Lead us off. Lead us off. You want to tell our
0: listeners what the hell the 4040 is? We gotta give them an explanation, man. Sure.
1: 4040 is just sound advice from two grown ass men in their 40s. Period.
0: You ain't getting no nothing better than that. Now we did get a recommendation that that we should do another one called 4020. Why the 20? Well, what I was told is 240 40-year-old men giving 20-year-olds advice. And I'm like, I'll, I'll run it by the boss man,
1: since it's a democracy. I'm, I'm good with the 40-40 advice. When it, uh, I say, you can take it if you're 15, you can take it if you're 20, you can take it if you're 30. Shit, you can take it if you're 50.
0: Hey, anybody can ask these two old men uh, a question, right? Exactly. We, so the we, first question came in. Go ahead. How how do you feel about dads who don't pay child support? Got quiet I, there, man. You, you're you not paying child support yourself?
1: I got quiet because I can't believe still to nowadays that we're still dealing with this shit. Didn't, wasn't there a whole campaign going on in the 80s and the 90s about this shit, even in 2000? Brothers. Yeah, you, uh, fellas. Y'all gotta pay your goddamn child support. You gotta take care of your kids.
0: Do you know what? There's I always say there's there's three types of men that don't pay child support. That there's one. a plain fucking well, there's a plain fucking <laughs> deadbeat. The deadbeat that don't give a fuck about his kids. That that's a motherfucker that needs his ass whooped. Right? That's a motherfucker that needs his de- ass whooped. He has a good job. He's, you know, whatever the fuck he's doing, he's got money and everything. Whether he's hustling in the corner or fucking has a legit job, but just refuses to pay. That's a deadbeat. Then you got the broke motherfucker, right? The motherfucker can't catch a break. Ain't got a job. You know, he's trying, but he he just can't. He just can't get over that hump, right? And then you got the motherfucker that the mama crazy That he don't pay because the mama Crazy. And So it's different levels But let's talk about the the deadbeat motherfucker first Well, Why wouldn't you fucking I mean if you were responsible enough To have kids Have sex with this girl Get her pregnant Knock her up Have kids
1: And have the ability to pay And make a living
0: But you're just not gonna pay
1: You're just not gonna take care of your own seed you're just a fucking asshole at that point. You need your fucking ass whooped. Is that's how you want your legacy built? I don't think that's kind of way people want. It. I, I from all I know is growing up, there's only one thing you ever always want to do. You want to do right, and you want to live, leave behind a good legacy. What better way to do that is to foster that to your own blood and soul. But you know what? I think I think
0: those are egotistic motherfuckers. To be honest with you.
1: Hey, man, I I don't even know what to say to that. I only have a straight straight one-liner for that. Take care of your fucking kids.
0: But you know what? They won't. And you know why they won't, Sam, man?
1: Don't know why, but go ahead. Because they
0: got this fucking ego that they think the world revolves around them. And the only way I'm going to pay, and I've seen motherfuckers like this, the only way I'm going to pay is if you do what i tell you to
1: do i thought the biggest thing about people with egos is is being able to influence others and being able to manipulate people and to make sure that they they leave behind and, and know that you're like god's giving um gift to the world Ain't well think about it that <laughs> but
0: but 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 think about it though think about it you need me and i'm not helping you i got control over you
1: mm. i can't do it man i know like I said, take care of your damn kids. That be the, dads. the best
0: advice I got. The best advice I got for for women in this situation is, don't even bother with a motherfucker like that. Let the courts handle that shit. You know what I mean? Put the courts in in that motherfucker. You know, let the courts handle it. You know, um, get your money through the government. Let the let the courts handle him at the end of the day, because a motherfucker like that is never going to stand up and say, you know what, out of his own kindness of their own heart. They're never gonna come out and say, you know what? Here, here, here's the, you know, here's a couple hundred that I owe you, or whatever, or a couple hundred for the kids. They're never gonna do that because they want to be in control. I got you. So, so that that's the best advice. Now, if you got a broke ass motherfucker that just can't afford it, I say you work with him.
1: You're gonna have to. But I just want to add something real quick. It's kind of like the saying goes: It takes a village to raise a kid. Let the village be the one to also chase that dad beat fool. <laughs> hey, that's the truth, though. Yeah. That's Telling
0: the you truth, because if it gets out enough that this motherfucker is is a deadbeat, motherfuckers are gonna start putting pressure on his ass. You knew I know I know a cat. Now I haven't seen this motherfucker in over twenty years, but I knew a cat. Man, we used to play uh ball together. This motherfucker was probably at the time in his forties. I was in my early twenties. You know how many kids he had.
1: I'm going to go like 10. 23. <laughs> okay. Okay. 23, right? I going to be funny name. about that. Nah, dude.
0: He had 23 fucking kids. He was in his early 40s, man. I mean, had a We used whole to tribe. play b-ball together. Yeah, we used to play b-ball together. And I remember his name was Raymond. And I remember talking to him. I'm like, hey, Raymond, got 23 fucking kids by like 15
1: different baby mamas, too. A man had a whole starting 11 for a football team. And bench players. So you want to know why his reasoning was for so many? What's that?
0: He said, after five, they can't take no more child support from me. <laughs> I swear, that's what he said. Wow. <laughs> he said, after five, he said, I said, fuck it. Why not have more? They can't take no more child support away. Because they can uh, only take a limited amount, right? They can only take 75% of your check.
1: See, these are the type of dudes that need to keep it in their pants, man. No. Nah, nah,
0: this is the type of dude that you as a female, why are you fucking with a motherfucker yeah. like
1: that? You might want to how many kids you got? Oh, you got 12? Oh, yeah, we good. We good. We hey, we, I, we can d- dinner and dine, but you ain't you ain't getting nothing more, bro, because I ain't, trying, hey, I I ain't trying to make 13 I to you. Know, I want to know what he doing. I don't I want to know. know what he's he, doing.
0: He, 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 I, I want to know so I can do it. Shit, that motherfucker must be... Do- he got must have some
1: magic or some shit. What do you want to know? You all know about how to make that 23 scriptures? I don't need that. I don't need that <laughs> advice. <laughs> I don't need that advice. No, I don't want to know what he's doing because whatever he's doing, he ain't know. doing it know. right. <laughs> I, no, evidently he's doing something
0: right. Shit, because no. the 15th woman... I mean, come on now. At that point, it's gotta be like, god damn, you know I mean what the fuck you? are you thinking that you're like, you know what, let me give you number
1: 24, 25. Bro. At, at at that point, what what the fuck are you thinking, man? It's like somebody saying, Hey, I'm gonna give you a million dollars, but I cut I gotta cut one of your hands off. I don't need hey. that advice. <laughs> Which hand? <laughs> Don't matter. I can't. You contemplating which hand? Oh. <laughs> hey, I, 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 I'll give you my left. I mean, do I really need it? You talking about which hand? Instead of being like, oh no, we good. You, you're like thinking, well, hold on a second. Let me let me think, let me think. Wait, how you often think. Do I You use can't just. Hands?
0: You just can't fucking answer and say no right off the bat. I uh, mean, million dollars, you got to negotiate. That's a how about I give you a pinky? How about I give you a pinky and the ring finger?
1: That's a non-starter. Because uh, uh, someone who's coming at you saying I'm gonna have to take one of your body parts, they ain't gonna ex- accept nothing less than than something coming off of you. So that's a non-starter. Get out of here with that. But so hold uh, up, hold <laughs> up. You you're not gonna give up your fucking pinky for a million dollars. No, sir. I am need all my digits. Why the fuck you need your pinky for? I'm gonna need all my digits. You tell me the last time. I don't know. I got. I've been living in this world now f- for forty. So we have to And you've 40 never 40. used your pinky. Now, you, good. Need, now you need now you need your pinky. I've used done. it. I've used it. I've used it. I'm sure I am. I'm using it right now to, to make the, the surfer dude's handshake. What's up? <laughs>
0: oh man, when was the last
1: time you went surfing? Um <laughs> uh, last time I went surfing. Um do you really want to ask some back man that question? <laughs> That's where I was asking you. You don't need the fucking pinky. Exactly. You made my point for it. Dude, me. I ain't never been on the surfboard.
0: <laughs> exactly. So you don't need your fucking pinky, dude. <laughs> it don't mean that I can't adopt the culture. I want the fans to shine in on
1: this one. Should we take Sandman's pinky off? Yeah, we always gotta take something from me every week, don't we? This ain't about bashing Sandman <laughs> on a weekly basis. <laughs> This is about the 44 (laughs) and talk about the deadbeat people. Yeah. So anyway, so
0: if you got a deadbeat dad, beat his ass. You know what? Let let the village beat his ass. He needs his ass beat. And by that, we're talking the
1: government. We're talking about every legal method that's out there for you. Yeah, sure. That's the way we're talking. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, that's the advice we're giving. Uh, No, but in all honesty, you know what? You're never going to... you're never going to get somebody to switch their mentality. If they don't love their kids and they don't put their kids first, you're never going to switch that. I recommend that you, you just let the government take care of him. Let the law handle it the way they're supposed to. And you raise your kids, right
1: now for the guy who can't, I mean now for the, for the person that you can't really label a deadbeat dad, who just can't pay their child support. I think there's other ways you can work with them. I mean, I think the best thing you can always do is—is is the key word is support. Be there, be there in your kid's life. That's 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 value more than monetary value. Now, I'm not I saying agree. you can't pay for shit, but that's more value than anything because that kid's gonna look up to you. That kid needs to be nurtured.
0: Yeah, if you if, if if your baby daddy just can't afford to pay. Then, like you, like Time Man said, you know, just let them in and let them give what they can. At least by support, by being there, picking up the kids from school, um, taking them to school, um, spending time with them. You know what I mean? Uh, at the end of the day, l- like you said, that that's valuable because you, know, that, you know that that goes a long way, man. You Ten dollars. People. You know, my and, biggest goal, my biggest goal as a father, was always to make sure my daughter don't end up on a pole. that that, that, that's been my ultimate goal man as long as she don't end up on the pole i'll be all right um so just make sure you know you're there for the you're there for your kids and you let the father that you know if he's just broke let him there make sure he gives the support but if he's just a deadbeat and and he's using the child support to control you and control the family you know what kick his kick his ass to the curb man. don't even give him the time of day don't even fucking argue with them at that point man why are you even fucking arguing with them
1: It's really, it's a, it's a lose, lose situation either way. If the number one reason for this whole situation is not being taken care of. And that is making sure that the kids are being taken. I'm a big advocate for kids, man. I love me kids, bro. I love my kids, anyone else's kids, you know, that saying, you know, the children are our future. I mean, that might be like the most cheesiest line that there is, but man, Ain't nothing better than to see life through a kid's eyes, bro. There ain't nothing better than to see life through a kid's eyes. Whether you're your parents or you're not parents, put yourself in a room with a kid and tell me you don't start wishing that you could do all that you can do to make sure that that kid becomes something in life. At the end of the day, it, it's all about
0: letting kids be kids yeah let them let let them have the creativity man let let them you know let them do you know who neil tyson yeah the scientist yeah the scientist guy he said let kids be kids let them experiment Mm -hmm. let their minds just wonder and, and see what they can do and what they can't do that's the only way they're gonna find their passion but us as parents um i get criticized a lot and i know i get criticized by my family a lot you know on the, on the dl they think i don't know but motherfuckers i know y'all be criticizing because <laughs> because i let my daughter do a lot of shit i let her and i let her get away with a lot of shit and that's because i want her to be her own person you know what i mean at the end of the days you can't always say no 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 you can't do that no you they got to start learning on their own. They got to start experimenting with life on their own, right?
1: Yeah, so I agree. you can't always
0: fucking tell them no. Sometimes, yeah, you, hey, you got to learn on your own. Okay, look, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. I'm telling you. Now you do what you want. And needless to say, you know, I, I painted that wall in her room so many times because she decided that, oh, I'm going to draw cows on my wall. Oh, yeah, that didn't look too right. Okay, hey, get a paintbrush. We're gonna paint it now. You see, I told you, you know what I mean? But that you gotta let the creativity in the kid come out, you can't get mad for them being creative. Yeah, the value's gotta be in the person,
1: not in the property.
0: Definitely, definitely. Which leads us into the next 40 and 40, man.
1: Oh, go ahead.
0: So, the next 40 40 question is, yeah, don't keep in mind when. Is it the right time to have the talk with your kids? So you you got a boy, right? Yes, sir. He's what, 13? About to be. So have you had the talk with him yet? No, sir. Come on, man. Really?
1: I don't need to have the talk with him. You got to have the fucking talk with him, dude. I don't need to have a talk with him. Come on, man. I don't need to have a talk you are with someone who's, shitting with me. I don't need to have a talk with the kid who can't get his face out of a gaming device. <laughs> so you think it's different than when we were growing up? Oh man, <laughs> so much
0: different. So I remember, I remember, I remember the talk. I had talked twice. I had it with my brother-in-law. Had it with me. I was like thirteen. I could hear he that talk, talk at with ten. Me. I could have used that talk at nine, but (laughs) my brother-in-law had to talk. And I think my sister's the one that put him up to it to a, a talk to Hector. Cause you know, I guess they caught me watching porn a little too much or whatnot. (laughs) And, and he had to talk with me, my brother-in-law and my dad had to talk with me too at around the same age, 12 or 13. So I guess my mom and my sister were talking with each other at the time, but, and I still remember both talks. I still remember. And They sucked. They sucked. So my brother-in-law's talk went something like this, and it was in Spanish, Uh-huh. and I'm going to say it in Spanish for my Spanish speakers, because you guys understand, then, then, then I'll, I'll say it for everybody else. So th- in Spanish, it went, si calientas la tortilla, te la comes. So what that means is... If the goddamn tortilla is hot, eat it. If you warm up, the, if you heat up the <laughs> tortilla, you better eat it.
1: What the fuck? Or if
0: not, another <laughs> motherfucker will. That's
1: exactly what he told me. It took me about a
0: year or two to figure out
1: What the fuck that meant Bro, are you going to need some uh, therapy after this?
0: (laughs) Dude, and then my dad's talk was It went something like this You're never going to find a girl like the ones in porn
1: (laughs) And that was it Hey man, forget about (laughs) this $4.99 OnlyFans I think I'm going to take that money and put that. Give me some therapy. fucking therapy,
0: man. <laughs> so, those so are neat. the talks I had. Those are the talks I had.
1: That's insane. Look, I, I've <laughs> never had the talk. I can frankly say I, I don't think I've ever had the talk. Or oh, do I remember having a talk? I think, if anything, I learned that stuff through self discovery. Like, how many people really out well, there do you think had that talk? You know what? I, I don't know how many have had the talk.
0: I could tell you that if those, I don't know if those were the talk. But those are the talks I remember, right? The ones that they told me. Um, but it, it was basically self-discovery and knowing and, and learning. You know, you learn in the streets. You learn at school. You learn talking to your friends about sex. But I'm going to tell you what, though. I have had to, my, my daughter's 14. I, I had to talk with her. Okay. I had to talk with her. <clears throat> but she's not into gaming or anything like your son. Um, uh-huh. She's 14. I had to talk with her. Um, actually, when this question came in, I asked her, I'm like, Hey, do you remember when I had to talk with her? She looked at me, mad dog me and said, like, yeah, I was in the fourth grade. I'm like, damn, you were that young. She's like, yeah. Cause I started prepping her early, man.
1: But you know, school does that, right? School, they, they still talk about the whole anatomy and stuff from a biological yeah, but, standpoint. I,
0: but you know what? I, 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 I talked to her. I gave her the talk, not necessarily on that. Sex itself. I don't think the talk has to be about sex. Right. But because I think school's going to teach it. I think school's going to teach you that. I had to talk about love because a lot of people, uh,
1: and and what I don't want her to do is get sex and love confused. Now that's the talk that's worth having right there. I think that's the way that should be the new talk. There you go, guys. I just invented the new talk. I'll, but, I'll, I'll sponsor that I'll co-sign that I think that really should be the new talk It's not about have you had the talk Is it about sex But it should be the talk about love Because the whole sex thing is a natural human thing But love There's a lot of emotions involved Because hey man well, We show love the way we learn How to love So, well, That and a lot of people Especially girls
0: um, and, and guys, too, man, because I've seen guys fall in love that get sex and love confused, man. They think because they had sex and it felt so fucking great. I'm in love now. No, that's not love. That was just fucking good sex.
1: Man, yeah, bro, that's just your biological feelings and your your energy. <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. That's just the top tip of the mountain, whatever you want to call it. That's just a bodily the, function. That's what that yeah, is. That's all that is. But, but you're taught that
0: if you have sex that's the person that person is special right it's because you're in love and i think we associate sex and love a little too much especially
1: in the minority group we play too much kid games with that it's kind of like playing tag you it if we it, fuck it, it, that's exactly
0: it. <laughs> yeah we fuck that's it that's the one you got to keep because that's yeah. the one you love and i gotta love that person and he made me feel good or she made me feel good so you know that's the person i gotta stay with and i don't necessarily think that That's what we got to be teaching. And and what I taught my daughter was like, look, you're going to have fucking sex. And I'm like, I don't need to get into what that is. You know what that is.
1: And I don't need to talk to that in school.
0: (laughs) And I and I'm not going to be the one to tell you what that shit is. But what I tell her is like, look, don't get too confused. Don't get sex and love confused because you're going to have sex and you're going to think you're in love. But that's not love. OK, um, love is when, you know, and then I started explaining what love is. And, and I'm like, love is when somebody makes you feel special, but not necessarily because of sex or because they want sex. Right. And then I also told her. And and at the end of the day, if somebody tells you and, and, and honest to God truth, and this goes to you ladies out
1: there right now. Oh, don't don't man, don't don't main right now, though. <laughs> no 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 but
0: but this is my advice as a man to all the women and even the guys. I, I honestly the the guys could take this advice. If somebody ever tells you do this because you love me, leave. Get the fuck out of there. Because at no time somebody that loves you is going to make you do something because you love them. Yeah, ain't that the
1: truth? And um, one of Get the fuck is, out. You gonna and I always have... show
0: that to my daughter.
1: Yeah. It's it's like this. You're gonna you're gonna have sex more times in your life than you're gonna make love. So on, know I'm the counting. difference. Wait, I'm counting. <laughs> so know
0: the difference. 15, That's all I can tell you. Fifteen, twenty, twenty
1: five. Yeah, you're cool. probably right. You're gonna have sex more time than you're gonna make love. So know the difference. Yeah,
0: so and, and, and you know what? It's not wrong to have sex. If you're gonna have sex because you want to have sex, fuck it, have sex. But just be be protective of it. Be be conscious that sex also comes with emotions and feelings, and it's easy to confuse it for love. Exactly. That's all I'm saying, and that's what I, I'm teaching my daughter. And even though you know when I when I do have these talks with her, she don't want to fucking hear it, but she hears me. Yeah. She hears me. She She's uncomfortable with it and all that good stuff, but I wanted to make sure I get that, especially for a
1: girl. I, I want to make sure I get that out there right off the bat. I, hey, I don't man, want her to confuse it, too. And I'm commend- not a... I have to say, man, I commend you having that talk. I think that that was one hell of a progressive thought way to be, and that's the best way I think anyone should really thrive to be. I, I, I've yet to even had that. It's probably because of two reasons. One, I see the negativity in his, in his face. <laughs> That's not even something he's, really, he's even ready for. So it doesn't really matter at this time. But when that time comes, it'll happen. I'll probably approach it the way I've always approached it, where I don't believe anybody ever taught me how to do it, so I did self-discovery. But the one thing I will tell him, is that line I just said earlier, you're going to have sex more times in life than you're going to make love. The thing is to try to make those two things don't try to make those two things mutually exclusive from one another. You have to try to figure out a way to make those two things connect in a way that's going to help you understand and help you have a healthy relationship. That's what yeah, I would and, say. Yeah. You know what? And understand that they're both going to have, there's both
0: going to have emotions involved. Yeah. Sex, sex and love have emotion involved and not necessarily uh, the same emotions. It's different old, emotions. Oh, they know. And and just like sex and love, you man, there, there's going to be plenty out there. And trust me, I, I hope my daughter stays a virgin until she's 35 or I'm dead. Um, but I know in reality, that's not necessarily the case. I just want to make sure she's prepared for it because I don't want the first motherfucker or the first female she sleeps with be the one she falls in love with. And I don't want the first love to be the one she stays with the rest of her life. Because as you know, that happens quite a bit in the all usually always leads to a heartache i mean if that's the case and that happens and you know by god that was meant to be then i'm, I'm gonna be supportive 100 percent. but at the end of the day that's usually not the case but the first time kids I, at least i believe and i remember when i was their age at 15 13 14 right when you fell in love man you thought that that was the best in the world. You, you never thought you were going to get over that. You thought that, you know, man, Ain't I love that the person. Truth. Young love, love. Oh man. Her, dude. Young, that, that young love.
1: That, that's that mask. That's, that's, that's how that feeling be masking itself. When it's the yeah. first time and it's new, you like, it's like having pizza for the first time. Dude, it's the best thing in the world. <laughs> and, and, and how are
0: you dad or mom going to tell me otherwise? You don't know how I feel. Exactly. So I'm just trying to prepare her for that. And I think that that as a parent, that's what you have to do. You got to prepare
1: them for that. Yeah. And I I can say as far as like when you talk to kids about it, you know, your kids more than anyone else. It's when you feel that you think they're ready, not because you're afraid to have the conversation, but when you see the sign that, yeah, it's time to have that conversation.
0: Yeah. And with me, parents, um, I'm just different. Shit. I'm just cut out of different cloth, so I do shit as as, as I go. Um, so you know, you follow what you think is right for your kids.
1: I don't think you're um, alone out there, man. You're not alone out there. You're not. I'm a, I'm in an island, man. You I'm may in be in an, an island within our community, within <laughs> our group, but you're not alone out there because I'm not I'm an island, off, man. I'm not too far off of your thoughts. I'm just more like this dude ain't ready. <laughs> that's all. I'm but at, you know right what? Here. But you know what? A lot of people would have thought I was in right. And I
0: remember I was still in my for- first uh, hustler magazine when I was fucking his age, man. and When I was twelve years old, I was going to liquor store sliding with my starter jacket. Why well, it wasn't a starter jacket? It was a star jacket. I couldn't afford a starter jacket.
1: Ah, uh, I got it. Was you. a
0: star? It was a star jacket.
1: I in my first. Tell adult the people about magazine. the humble. Yeah, you tell the people about your humble beginnings. oh uh, dude, I, <laughs> that that that's definitely for another show, man. <laughs>
0: That's definitely for another show. Welfare <laughs> and food stamps, man. But anyway, that's our uh, forty 40, just, forty, huh? Hey, hey, this is forty forty, man. I'm just giving you advice. You take that magazine, slide it down your sleeve of your jacket, and walk out like nothing. And, and you know what? I think the guy behind the counter knew I was stealing the fucking magazine. He just felt bad for me. He's like, "Hey, this kid got a star jacket.
1: Fuck it, let him go." Well, nowadays all you need is a phone, but you know.
0: Oh yeah, whole, no Porn Hop, Hey, 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 com.
1: Hey, I do not love that our forty forty. Not,
0: not that I ever go on it. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I love I love forty forty. So that was our forty forty, our first forty forty, man. We hey, lost but, our virginity.
1: There you go. Hey, I love your um your your. Oh, see now I'm losing my thoughts on here because I'm just like so anticipating what the next segment's going to be because last week the debut of "Fuck My Life" was well received, and I think we should close the show. With a couple of Big heck's fuck my life stories. Fuck my life with Big Heck.
0: Today, my friend had to take my cat who has a tumor to be put down when I wasn't home since I couldn't bear the thought of taking him myself. I have two cats. He took the wrong cat. Fuck my life.
1: <laughs> so what do you do? Do you, do you let the other cat live until its last breath? Ah, uh, I think you're a fucking
0: idiot For not making sure that you send the right, right Fucking cat
1: <laughs> that,
0: But wow
1: Come I on man I think you're man. a fucking
0: idiot dude How the fuck
1: do you <laughs> You got two cats But wait a minute I think they're both idiots man If I'm going to walk then, in someone's house fr- I'm going to look at the cats and be like Oh shit there's two cats Give the motherfucker a call
0: because well, I guess the awesome. one looks sicky, and that's why he took him. But I think you're just a fucking idiot. I, and, and, and you know what? When I ask a question that's going to go down like this, is this a fuck my life or I'm an idiot moment? I'm going to put both
1: of them in the idiot box, man. Both of them. Both, both of them. <laughs> just a fucking idiot, dude. How the fuck you take the wrong
0: <laughs> idiot move? And how don't you tell your friend you got two cats? Make sure you take the, the, the white cat or the black cat or the brown cat or whatever. So that was definitely a fuck my life moment. No, that you know, you're just an idiot. That's not a fuck my life moment. You're just an idiot. Yeah. Now I got another fuck my life moment here.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: You ready? Yeah. Fuck my life with Big Head. I was sentenced for murder that I didn't commit. I served five years in prison until Hertz submitted the receipt that showed I was eight miles away when the murders took place. I served five years in prison. Fuck my life. Motherfucker. True story, man. I did some research on this one. Herbert
1: Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. That that is definitely
0: that is definitely a fuck my life moment,
1: man. That is that's a real story. So the motherfucking car rental company had your life in balance and they didn't do the right thing. It took them five years to come up with the receipt. They refused, from what I
0: heard. Hey, take take a wild guess, man. Herbert Alford. What do you think his uh, ethnicity is?
1: I'm going to go a minority. Uh, yeah, definitely a black man.
0: So I, th- I think this is definitely a fuck my life for uh, for Alford.
1: That is what a do you fuck think? my life story. My God. Wow. That is definitely a fuck my life moment. Yeah, well, I, I guess... I ain't renting any car anytime soon from Hertz. That is not something you can get back. Is, is Hertz going to now? Well, Go he's suing and- he's suing Hertz.
0: He's suing Hertz for not oh. being able to come up with the receipt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, Sir, Hertz just filed bankruptcy not too long ago. So, you know, let's see how uh, far that goes.
1: They trying to get. Oh, I see. There's the there's yeah. good old capitalism coming to play here. So my I got God. the last
0: fuck my life. You ready for this one? Yeah. All right, fuck my life with Big Heck. Today, I took the bus to work. A sweet old lady got on after and sat next to me. Halfway there, she fell asleep, her head on my shoulder. I gently tried to wake her up before my stop. She wasn't sleeping. I let a dead woman lie on me for 30 minutes. Fuck my life.
1: Dude, if you could see my reaction, I don't know what the fuck to say to that. Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: Hey, but you know what, man? He was trying to be a good Samaritan and let her sleep in his shoulder.
1: So. <laughs> what? Wait, so she plopped and fell into his lap. Into
0: his shoulder, according to the story. And he thought she was sleeping. So he just kind of laid her, you know, let her lean into him and come to find out she was dead.
1: So when it was time for his stop, he was like, excuse me. <laughs>
0: excuse me. She
1: she never woke up. Holy shit. That's fucked up, dude.
0: Wow. That's definitely a fuck my life moment.
1: How do you how, how do you recover from that? Do you I, never I let anybody ever lie? Do you never let somebody <laughs> sit next to you again, ever again? I think that's why this guy might might have some trust issues. Wow. So those were all fuck my life with Big Heck. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, man, I have to say, though, on that last life story, I keep laughing. So it's from this point on. Do you just like stand now? You never sit down <laughs> on planes again? <laughs> Is that an
0: airplane? What, what about if you got the middle seat in the airplane? Oh, okay. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, all right. you're basically fucked, dude. Damn. Maybe we should raise money for him to take some
1: therapy. Mm-mm. Wow. Wow. I, I don't even know what to say on that. These things are insane, brother. These oh man, that those stuff. were
0: definitely fuck my life. So we got you know, we got a couple of new segments, twenty twenty. I mean forty forty, sorry, not twenty twenty. And fuck my life with big heck, man. I think I think we're making progress here.
1: We we sure are. Yeah, we sure are.
0: <laughs> hey, Sam, and why uh, you don't tell our listeners where, where they can find us? Oh,
1: that's right, it's that time already, guys. All right, well, hit us up on the gram. You know, it's the underscore hectic underscore hour. Love to hear your stories, and of course, hit us up on Twitter at hectic hour. And lastly, hey, if y'all got a story to tell, you want to bring a few into the forty forty questions, you want to bring a few fuck my life segments as well. Let us know. You can email us as well as hectic hour at gmail folks. It's been a pleasure today. What do you think, man? Fun day yeah, today think, for us? Yeah, I think it was definitely a good day for <laughs> us. And
0: don't forget to hit the subscribe or the follow button on Spotify or subscribe on
1: Apple Podcasts. Yes, sir. And with that, we out. On that late. Peace.